might know what they're talking about. I hope everyone has a ball. This is We Might Know Sports. I love you! With Kevin. I think it's going to work this time. And Corey. This meeting is being we recorded. And that's just facts. Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. We like sports and we don't care who knows. No forget Jesus, people. That was a topic Corey might like. Um, I don't even know. You might like it, Corey. He just doesn't know. <laughs> Sounds like something a guy in a van would tell me. Don't tell me how upset I am. I was felt fine afterwards, and then Yahoo agreed with me, gave me the solid A+. Buckle up, buckaroo! I feel like I just destroyed like my life in general. Steep, steep. And here we go. All right, episode 160. My mic is a little loud. Oh, dang, 160? Yeah. We've made it. All this is new equipment now. Made that to... There we go. Ah, yeah. That's the volume I like. Kevin and Corey show. Sometimes I'm just joined by Stefan. I think it's safe to say one of us almost died. Uh, one of us got busy in outside life, and then one of us got a new job. So we haven't really been around. I'll let you do the figuring out. Yeah, we'll let the fans figure out which one's which. Yeah. I will say, I think North Carolina just took another 14 point lead. All right, so this is what's going to happen when we're dealing with live sports at the same time. I believe this is our first episode in a month and one day. So episode 160 is underway. So a lot has happened in some of our... Uh... Oh, damn. Sorry, <laughs> Syracuse <just> sacked <laughs> the Duke quarterback and he coughed up the fumble and uh, Syracuse took it back for a touchdown. So we're looking good on that prediction. Nice. Sweet. Maybe I should so turn these on. A lot has off. happened in our, NAS- <laughs> in our NASCAR sense. Uh, Stefan at one point in the mo- last month pulled away, then we pulled close to him, then he pulled away, and now we're back close to him. Um, well, you're close. I'm um, having. S- I'm close. There was already one cutoff. In that cutoff, Blaney, Di Benedetto, Byron, and. Oof, I'm gonna test my memory. And and Boyer were cut. Uh, so now we move on. And already Kurt Busch and Denny Hamlin have won races, cementing themselves in the final eight. In the last few weeks, we had Las Vegas in this round of this round. And you took Las Vegas with Martin Truex. You won it. Uh, Kurt Busch won that race. And we had Talladega, which I just took with Bowman. And now we're heading into Charlotte. Charlotte Motor Speedway, the longest race in NASCAR. I was doing good until the stupid Alabama 500. Yeah. 
Yeah, one's tough to come back from in the chase. Yeah. But one of us could get a one. And luckily, he got a 10. It's not like he gained that much on you. Yeah, it was in the death blow, but did make my life well that's those are the situations you got capitalized you gain 13 points on them and that's kind of something i wanted to do so yeah so heading into the risk this race we all took drivers that are currently in the top eight in the standings uh chase elliott i took you took alex bowman and uh went all in taking the prohibitive favorite to win the whole thing, Kevin Harvick. I was surprised he took him this early with three races to go, allowing us each to use him and catch up. I mean, Kurt Busch is kind of... But he's nervous. I think he's nervous. Yeah, he's nervous. Oh, he's nervous. He hasn't... He's just continually declined uh, like he Mm -hmm. usually does in the chase. And I think... His theory is like, I don't know, Kurt Busch kind of ruined it for us because we used him early on because we thought he was going to get cut. And here he is second in the standings now. (laughs) So, you know, and he's one of my favorite drivers. I know you know that because I've talked about it in years past. I always root for him. Mm -hmm. And then to see him finally get a win in the chase. I was like, really? After I used you? Yeah. So it's kind of put a put a wrinkle in my strategy. I, I was planning on having like the top three drivers to choose from, and here I am like going into four out, and I have the top four, I guess at least still to choose from. At least you have Hamlin, and we don't. Mm-hmm. I have Hamlin, Harvick, and Kozlowski. Kozlowski, the top five. Which are basically the three favorites to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So my strategy's worked out. Now I just got to determine, like, at the end of the season, how to use them and see if that helps me. Yeah. Um, I'm left with Truex, Koslowski, and Harvick. So we'll see how that pans out. I really, if so far, I've been used, been able to use the driver I want on every single race mm-hmm. um and i need to i need to win to continue to use the drivers i want because we're starting to get into the same people yeah i think it's we only have like one like driver left all three of us right and that's Keslowski. Mm-hmm. and i think Keslowski, yeah and I think if you two do, like, if I come in last again and you two don't use him next week, I'm going to use him next week just to avoid any conflicts for myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want Koslowski at Kansas. I can tell you straight up who I want because you use him mm-hmm. and Stefan's probably not going to listen to this. I want to use Truex at Kansas. So I really want to win because I don't want Stefan to use him at Kansas. So we'll see. What happens yeah. uh, if I gain control? Who knows? I might just go with freaking Hamlin at this point. Yeah. So, anyways, we also had UFC. UFC, ding ding. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I gotta make this a little bigger. All right, we had UFC 253, 
September 26th, so that was like, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Yep. And... Sorry, I'm going to pull it up so I'm not straining my eyes looking up at this computer down here. Dun, dun. There it is. It was a week in which everyone gained on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've actually had two poor weeks in a row. I can't see after dominating most of the season. Or two poor cards in a row. Yeah. After dominating one, two, three, four, five, six in a row, the last two have been horrible, which has helped you guys immensely. Mm-hmm. So we gained what? Four points on you this week. You gained four. Yeah, you both gained four. Yeah, been, and now you're know, both you're only just... nine points behind. So yeah. it's going to be interesting. I think we have three cards left after um, this fight. So we have one in October, November, and December, it looks like. I don't think they're doing two in December again. So, But we do... You know, I'm not gonna well, lie. This, the next this card. Is the next card really gonna be six fights? Yeah. yeah. That's that's crazy. That's gonna give either you guys a lot of opportunity to catch up, or me opportunity to pull away. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless something happens, who knows? Right. Uh, I was surprised when they announced it that it was six fights. So this one I might actually pay for because it's a decent card. Uh, this UFC two fifty three was terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie uh dominic reyes i think we all thought he was good he held up against john jones and then Jan just like destroyed him so yeah um i think it proved john jones which we've all kind of noticed or at least i've been saying i think he's regressed he's just so talented i don't even think he's regressed i think he's just relying too much on his talent and not really training I feel like he's content with just winning on points. Yeah, now. he's not going out to win. He's just going out to not lose, basically. Right. So It seems like he hasn't been that motivated lately. And I don't blame him. It's not like Anthony Smith <coughs> and Dominic Reyes are names that are going to get you super excited. Yeah, exactly. So I do see him. I mean, let's just jump the card because... Let's be honest. <laughs> it wasn't that exciting. We covered the Reyes one. The, the only, only other fight worth really talking about yeah. is Adesanya obliterating Paula Costa and making him look like a chump. I think Ben after... just took Costa to try and gain points more than anything. Yeah. After um, Romero, Romero put up a much better fight. Adesanya was way more reluctant to engage with Romero. And seemed to not be very fearful of Costa at all, mm-hmm. which I found interesting. He must have known that Romero has dangerous explosiveness, and he just he he just was not afraid of Costa at all. No, he he slowly broke him down, and then he waited for Costa to rush in because he does that. And right when he did, he was ready for it. Countered him quick, bang, down, and just ended it with hammer punches. Uh, and before that, Costa just couldn't get in. Adesanya's leg kicks, like he was doing to Romero, were extremely effective. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Adesanya's not like the most 
thrilling fighter to watch, but all he does is win, which sets up what we were what I was gonna get to. Adesanya talking smack about John Jones. Do we really think it's gonna happen? I mean, John is too it, busy going to heavyweight. I think <laughs> that's you, what I was gonna say. I like Izzy a lot, but I will say jumping up that much. John Jones doesn't even have to do that. Like one solid punch is going to knock Izzy cold out. Mm -hmm. That's why I think John doesn't fear that fight whatsoever. I like the (laughs) the clips he always shows of Adesanya getting knocked out already. Yeah. 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 I think that would happen. I think that's, it's too much for Adesanya. I know Adesanya wants to put a big name on his resume and John Jones would be great, but it's going to be a loss. (laughs) I mean, Izzy would probably walk in at like two ten, and then John would gain whatever he lost. He, I think, he walks around at like two thirty five. So let's just say two thirty, two twenty five, and water weight coming back. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I think John would be okay with like losing a couple rounds just to finally land a knockout punch. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have like. Connor wanting to fight. Who was it? Connor and Poirier is pretty much. An, I mean, they both sealed the deal. Oh, yeah, like, they want to fight, but I think the UFC wants to wait until fans come back in the stands. And it's like, we, at some point, you're gonna have to pull the trigger on this fight because I don't. I don't see like. I I get you want to make get gate money, but. Well, Connor's trying to put the pressure on because he said it has to be this year, mm-hmm. and November twenty seventh is open. Mm-hmm. Poye said, "I'm down," so they're kind of putting the pressure on the UFC to make it happen. Yeah. So we'll see. I, that's a fight I'd be very excited for, to be honest. It'd be entertaining for as long as it lasts. Someone's getting knocked out because they're both both so aggressive with their striking. Yeah. I right at this point I favor Connor, but Poye is is so tough. And always a live dog. I mean, didn't he just beat Hooker and it was a battle? Yeah. That was an awesome fight. So I would love to see it. Uh, We can talk about the one we will see, which is UFC 254 in Abu Dhabi. Uh, In two weeks, you got, as we said, six fights. Uh, the first one, not too sure who the, those two are. New light heavyweights to me, at least. I've only heard of Ankolov. I've never heard of that other guy. Yeah. And then you have Cynthia Calvillo versus Lauren Murphy. Calvillo, she's been around. She's 9-1-1. I, I want to say that draw just happened recently. Uh, okay, because I only know who Lauren Murphy is. I don't even know who really? Cavillo is, but I know she has the. She's the favorite, and I did a little research on her before I picked because I already made my picks. Yeah. I try to be first just so you guys can try to gain if you want. Oh, I, I'd hate that because I'd rather not see it because <laughs> <laughs> then it influences me. Um, but yeah, I've I've seen. Calvillo fight on a couple of these pay-per-view cards. We've picked her before, so. Or if she, if we haven't, then she's been, like, the main event for the non-pay-per-view fights. Yeah. 
Lauren Murphy sounds familiar, I guess. I just, uh, I don't know. I haven't really watched MMA in the last two months. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Ever since other sports came back, it's been like, ooh, this, this, this. Yeah. It's hard when football comes back. Yeah. And then, then the next fight, I only know who Dos Anjos is. Mm-hmm. Um, At some point, he's got to retire, right? Like That's <laughs> why I went the other way. Yeah. Uh, and then you have Volkov versus Walt Harris. That, that'll be interesting. Harris, I believe he's lost his last two. I'm not 100% sure. So. Volkov had lost two. Uh, so they're both coming off of losses. So we'll see. So it's kind of a setup fight, like kind of a, a last stand, really, to who gets to continue their UFC career. Yeah. And then, of course, you have Robert Whitaker coming off of his. Did he lose or win his last fight? Win. Yeah, he won. He won versus. Uh, what do you? Oh, <coughs> why am I drawing? Cannonier, though, that's going to be an interesting fight. This is more or less like a setup fight for Cannonier in the middleweight division. Kind of mm-hmm. gauge where he's at in life right now. <laughs> and then, of course. Nergamadoff versus Gaethje. This is interesting, mainly style-wise, for Khabib, because I don't think he's used to something like Gaethje. I think this is... I know some of the podcasts I listen to, they say, like, this is a interesting matchup, and this is the triangle. Like, Khabib would beat McGregor, which he did, but Khabib would struggle with Gaethje, and then McGregor would dominate Gaethje. So it's going to be interesting to see if it actually plays out. I think I think f- it's interesting both ways, though, for Gaethje and Khabib, because Gaethje is really, really tough mm-hmm. and um, probably going to be able to handle Khabib's striking. But he's slow footed which is why everyone favors connor versus gaethje mm. and if khabib with his like superhuman strength can tangle with him and get him on the ground gaethje's never dealt with anything like that before but if that's a big if can khabib take the punishment getting in to mm. get gaethje down and i think if this happens in front of uh, fans <coughs> in the stands, I think it's Khabib. But honestly, I'm probably going to pick Gaethje. Because... Well, well, there's also the other elephant in the room. Khabib's dad just died. Yeah. How much is that going to affect him? That was a big part of his training. I don't know where Khabib's at. Who did Gaethje beat recently? Ferguson. Ferguson, yeah. And yeah. I think that really helped him being able to like hear his corner without the fans and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see how that affects it. Um, I don't know if we'll have a podcast in the next two weeks. We'll try. Um, but yeah, uh, I haven't made any official picks yet. Shout out to Stefan bouncing back though from his zero to get. I know 10. with a ten, he yeah. had a huge week. Shoutouts on his five pointer, getting Adesanya KO in the second round, dead on. Mm-hmm. He only missed one fight. Yeah. 
pretty good. Shout out to you, Stephanie. All right. On to NFL, right? Yeah, NFL. So, when we last left you, the NFL hadn't started yet. Um, needless to say, some things have happened. That even, let's see here, we're in week five now. So, week four is when everything started to really happen. Uh, the Titans and Steelers got a impromptu bye week because the Titans decided to not listen to COVID rules. What do you think the sanctions are going to be against them? I don't know. Because someone said if they lose or if they can't do this Bills game, instead of rescheduling it, they might punish them by just giving them the forfeit. I mean, it's fair to me. <laughs> if you can't... They said the problem with the forfeit is the forfeit counts as a played game, mm-hmm. which means you have to pay the players. Ah. Yeah, but it's, so... it wasn't the players that went against... It wasn't it the coaching staff? Uh, anyway, they were saying that as the punishment, the Titans might they might discuss them having to pay the Bills players. Huh. Interesting. Along with their own, which would be an interesting penalty. That would be a really, really heavy fine. Yeah. (laughs) Talking millions of dollars. Right. You're talking millions. I mean, I guess that would set the precedent for Goodell's not messing around. I mean, don't mess around with the COVID crap anymore. And I get that. That'd be mm -hmm. pretty harsh and i doubt anyone would after that but i know they were talking about harsher punishments for coaches in the the face mask deal the mask yeah so (laughs) i could only imagine like what would happen then Hmm. i'm real curious if this bills game doesn't get played what does happen i almost think the forfeit has to happen because if you're gonna have a week 18 with only two teams playing I don't know. I don't think it makes sense. Trying to see if... uh, Let's let's check Adam Schefter's Twitter page here. Did you see Ian Rappaport got suspended, basically? Yeah, and I don't know what he put out there. I think he may have, like, retweeted from what I could actually find. I think the reasoning... Was because he retweeted a picture that wasn't verified by the NFL of the Titans Mm. practicing. Okay. So there are no new positives in Tennessee nor New England, but there are now two other positive tests. One for a practice squad player in Chicago, but the Bears have been closed since Thursday night. And And a strength and conditioning coach in Kansas City. Hmm. Bill Belichick says he doesn't anticipate Cam Newton practicing today. Yeah, but the game being on Monday, I'm really curious if Cam plays. That clears his 10-day protocol. Mm -hmm. Jets presumptive positive test turned out to be a false positive. Oh, okay. 
yeah, I heard Arizona already flew out to New York, so <laughs> yeah, they plan on playing. Yep. So the game is on there. Uh, and Patriots have returned to their facility Saturday after three days away, but quarterback Cam Newton and Stephon Gilmore, who are both on the reserve COVID list, did not practice. So. I mean, we aren't going to see Gilmore, but Newton no. has a chance. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's take a quick recap here of week four before we head into the week five picks. We have... I mean, Broncos over the Jets, that was obvious, I think. Uh, no, no, really, other than Stefan's Jets pick preseason, no no real big issues there. Tampa handled, well, didn't really handle, but they came from behind to beat the Chargers. Uh, let's see, Bengals beat the Jags. Anything you want to add about that game? No, I'm just happy with... <laughs> you got to win. The, well, yeah, the Bengals, I mean, they had two losses and then a tie <laughs> and then a win. I mean, we're trending upward, which is a nice thing. Mm-hmm. Although we trending, we're trending upward right into Baltimore, which is tough. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the Eagles surprised us all, beating the 49ers. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, to be fair, the 49ers don't have much right now. 49ers JV team, I should say. But, I mean, yeah. they beat the Giants and the Jets, right? So Yeah, but, I mean, the Giants and the Jets are JV teams. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to mention how the Eagles are, too. But let's move on to Baltimore versus <laughs> Washington. You got the Ravens handling them. Uh, Haskins being benched now for Kyle Allen, right? And Alex Smith. He's third yep. now. So four weeks and then given the old, all right, well, thanks for trying. Seahawks struggled with Miami. Managed to win that one down in Miami, though. So I don't know. I am going to say Miami's defense, though, because the week before, the, the first two weeks, Gardner Minshew played really well. Then he went to Miami and he sucked. And then Russell just went to Miami and he struggled. Miami's defense was supposed to be good this year. And I do think the last two weeks, because they didn't have preseason and all those training camps, they've come along. And from here on out, I know you kind of like the Dolphins or you tend to pick them. <laughs> I do think the Dolphins are going to be a, a more difficult out. Because I think their defense has come together finally. Yeah, I think the Dolphins are a better team than we gave them credit for beginning of the season. Well, at least you guys did. Let me see what... I don't know what... Stefan didn't do his count, so I'm not going to count his. Uh, but we... You had him 3-13. and 13, I had him 7-9. and nine, So, I think... Yeah. I think yours is going to be closer. Yeah. I think... I think I kind of s- took what I saw at the end of last season when they won those five games... Yeah. Into account. And I was like, all right, maybe it'll get like two more. Especially, I thought the AFC East was going to suck worse than it actually is. So, yeah, only the Jets really suck. Yeah. Unfortunately for uh, Buffalo, I guess they yeah. thought everyone thought they had a shoe in for the AFC East this year. And of course, we doubted the Patriots and they proved us wrong. 
so we got Vikings, Texans. This loss costs Bill O'Brien his job. Probably four weeks too late. He probably should have been fired when he got rid of Hopkins, I think, right? Yeah, for David Johnson yeah. and a second round pick or something. Yep. Uh, and the Vikings, who arguably are a worse team. The Vikings are the worst. I shouldn't say the worst, but in the bottom five defensive teams in the whole league. Uh, Cowboys are probably the worst defense, yeah. but yeah. the Vikings are right there. Yep. And then you got the Saints over the Lions. Lions had another chance to win that game. Lions keep Matt Patricia needs to go. I mean, are the Saints as good as we think they thought they were going to be? No. They they seem to like after the Tampa Bay game and everyone started to get more playing time. They did the opposite of what everyone else is doing, and they they're mm-hmm. starting to go. Whoosh. But what we saw in the Tampa Bay game is when I walked away, I was like, man, those that was two old quarterbacks that seem to have lost a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I still feel that way, but I feel like Drew Brees has more quickly fallen over the edge. Yeah, Brady just doesn't realize he's got Alzheimer's. But at least, like, he's, he's – what stat did I see? I don't know. This was before the game on Thursday, so I don't know how accurate it is now but he had five touchdown passes for over 20 yards last mm-hmm. year and he already has that going into week five so yeah i mean he's still to be fair he's missing his second weapon there with godwin out um he's just made a lot of like mental errors this year though yeah, you can tell. Like he's the just pick not used, sixes. He's just not used the, to the system, though, I think, on those. Yeah. like, I, I mean, he did say he was married for 20 years, and now he's with his new girlfriend for six weeks, and you guys expect him to, like, gel. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's not he's not going to be the Brady of, like, 35 years old, but he's doing a better job, in my opinion, than Jameis Winston. That's for sure. So. Oh, for sure. So, as long as that continues, I'm I'm okay. Like as long as they make the playoffs, I'll be happy. And Mike Evans has a touchdown every single week. Yeah, Jesus. Um, what was it? His stats from week four? He had two catches for two touchdowns and two yards. So, yeah. <laughs> it's just like there's what? only two players in the whole league that have scored every single week. Mike Evans is one of them. The other one is Jarek McKinnon, the running back for the 49ers. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, everyone knows they're going to Mike Evans, but yeah, he's just such a beast. He's playing on a bum ankle, so at least they got 10 days to rest in between games. So hopefully we'll see Godwin back for week six. Do you think Packers? I know we're on week four, but do you think that's what led to the week five? It was kind of a trap game. A lot of people were saying it was. Yeah, coming off a short week to play a good defense, and you're already trying to figure things out. A lot of people said it was a trap. I just I didn't believe it. I still picked the Bucks. Yeah, but I should have went with what the experts were saying. I mean, a lot of them were picking bears. 
I don't know what happened in the second half. They looked great in the first half. They were clicking and moving, and then it was like halftime happened, and the just offense just went to shit. Yeah. Um, and Nick Foles did his thing, like where he's cold, and then he gets smoking hot out of nowhere. Yeah. I've never seen a quarterback that streaky before in my whole life. Uh, I've never seen it. Well, we're talking about it. Let's talk about the no sh- handshake thing. Get over yourself, people. Like, some people aren't sportsmanship. I get it. And it's a douchey move. You know, Cam Newton's another one that's kind of like that, especially with the press after a loss. Uh, you know, why you. I, I'm sure if we had Michael Jordan nowadays, he'd be the same way. So. Oh, and we just had LeBron when they lost to the Heat the first game. I know they just lost again last yeah. night, but the first game he walked off the court 10 seconds early and everyone was freaking out. Yeah, it's like... But he's done that before. He's not shaking hands before. He's that way. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, I, I liked how everyone was showing like, oh, you shook Justin Hibbert. Herbert's hand and blah 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 for the Chargers after the win. It's like okay, but technically the players aren't supposed to do that. <laughs> like, no. So even Mahomes got caught run- running up to Stephen Gil- Stefan yeah, Gilmore. Gilmore. Just sa- just he wanted to say congratulations to a great player, mm-hmm. and then he realized that was a mistake. Yeah, and now he might be. <laughs> yeah. In trouble. So who knows? There's so much. Like too deep armchair analysis here. <laughs> like just, just if they don't want to shake, don't want to shake. It was uh, whatever. Uh, I've never had a problem with it. Maybe it's no. because Cam Newton's my favorite player and he's notorious for it. But I've never had a problem with it. I I think it's just more or less like whatever. You you want to be a poor sport? All right, whatever. You know what? Some people are just competitive, and yeah, yeah they are poor sports because of their competitive level you're getting paid to play a game whatever like uh moving on browns (coughs) destroy the cowboys who have no defense 49 38 we we talked about this at the beginning of the season browns are going to be that team that beat the teams that are on their level but have no chance against the teams that are above them so Get ready for that wild ride, Cleveland. The problem is the Browns are interesting because they have a really, really good offensive line, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they had a pretty good running game with a one-two punch. That's taken a little bit of a hit. Kareem Hunt obviously still very good, but with Nick Chubb added to that, they are a really big threat. So I'll be curious to see what. Baker has to do because I think they're going to lean on him a little more. Probably. Uh, Colts, Bears. Philip Rivers barely winning 1911 over the Bears. Uh, Philip Rivers didn't do anything. Yeah. Ricardo Blankenship did that <laughs> game. Hey, he didn't turn the ball over at the end of the <laughs> game. That's what he usually would do with the Chargers. So. Uh, and then the Panthers beating the Cardinals. I just think the Panthers. I know we talked about how the card. You said the Cardinals suck. They're two and two. Uh, Panthers. I feel like are that team that might go eight and eight 
and they're going to either win or, or lose those close games, and it's just going to be a flip of a coin those days. So, Well, I need them to make the extra wild card. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got the Rams beating the Giants 17-9. I mean, that was a tough game for them. I think, oh, it was at LA. I thought for some reason that they had to go to the Meadowlands twice. Uh, no, it was the Raiders that went to the East Coast twice. Uh, the Raiders played the Jets, I think, or something like that <laughs> the week before. And then they lost to the Bills. Was that the game where the Bills were up and then they blew the lead and then yeah. still managed? Yeah, and the Rams took the lead, but then Josh Allen had to come back with a minute left. Yeah, so. Ah, oh, that game was crazy. But this one. The Rams are a lot better than I thought they would be. But yeah. I'm going to go up that way. Yeah, I remember you guys thinking they weren't anything special. I just. They're in such a tough division, though. That's the thing with the Seahawks. Yeah. The 49ers when they're healthy and the Cardinals eh. who are unproved. Yeah, I think they're on the same level as the Rams, so it's going to make for interesting games. In my opinion. But who knows? We'll see when they play each other. Have they played each other yet? No. That's what's so weird about this schedule. Tampa Bay has already played two division opponents and then you have like the NFC West that hasn't even played each other yet. No, I know. Uh, moving on to the Monday night games, since the Patriots-Chiefs game got bumped from Sunday to Monday. This was quite a snoozer, from what I remember. I remember it was like 7-6 at halftime. So It was, and Mahomes didn't even play that well. Yeah, it wasn't a great game to watch. Chiefs win, obviously, with uh, the Patriots not having Cam Newton because of COVID. And then you had the Falcons and Packers, and this was also a snoozer because the Packers were just that much better. This is the first game I think the Packers... Hold on. What was week three? Oh, I didn't put the scores in. Never mind. Uh, I know the first two weeks, Packers put up 40 points. <laughs> 40-something points. So Yeah. I don't know. I know they're the number one offense right yeah, now. It's just ridiculous, which is funny because everyone, including us, was saying how they didn't support Aaron Rodgers, and that then here we are, like Aaron Rodgers yeah. just putting on beast mode. That well, I guess I underestimated what Aaron Jones did last year. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't know if he could continue that, and he's done that. Yeah. So that puts us Corey, the first one to reach forty in both categories, preseason and week of. Your forty and twenty-two preseason, forty-two and twenty regular picks. Uh, right behind you uh, in the regular picks is <laughs> Stefan and I. I think this is the closest we've ever been this late in the season. We're super close, yeah. Uh, forty-one and twenty-one, both Stefan and I. We all went ten and five last week. Uh, and then preseason, you went eleven and four, ten and five. I went, and then Stefan nine and six. Stefan's preseason was mainly. Like destroyed in week three, he went three and twelve. <laughs> so, oh wow! Yeah, he only got the Niners, Browns, and Colts that week. So, yeah, we won't talk more about that because we all did pretty bad that preseason picks. I don't know what it was about week four, week five. 
We're already off to an 0-1 start with the Buccaneers losing to Chicago 20-19 thanks to Tom Brady not knowing what down it was. Do you really think he actually didn't know what down it was? Or do you think he was trying to like pull a fast one? Uh, it seemed like he legit was confused. Yeah. Uh, I mean... It, it happens. It was weird that he was trying to go for all of it in one throw on the fourth down instead of going right. for the first That's down. That's why I think he was confused. Yeah. So the uh, Gronk got a little more involved in this game without Godwin and Watson, uh, two, the number two and number four receivers for the Bucks. He didn't really throw to Miller, Scotty Miller this game, which was surprising because he was his favorite target the week before. He seems to be hot and cold on Miller especially depending on the defense. We'll see what happens uh, starting next week against who are they playing. He took a couple shots to the end zone uh, uh, with Evans. Yeah. Evans came down with one of them. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy because they're in every game, so we'll see what happens next week against the Packers. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the, a really tough match. But. I think that's the big test for their defense more than their offense. Their offense is hot and cold. I understand that mm-hmm. it's their defense that has been keeping them in the games at least. So, yeah, I mean, no Fournette, no Godwin, like you mentioned. It's tough. Ronald Jones though stepped up against the Bears. He looked good. Yeah, he also didn't have McCoy either, too. So, yeah, McCoy's their passing back. So. Uh, Eagles Steelers is on, I believe. I took Eagles in the preseason. I switched it over to Steelers because you know, JV. Uh, I don't know what Stefan's gonna pick on that one. Is it gonna be loyal? Do you think, or do you think he's gonna he be? He took real? the Steelers in the preseason. I'll be curious what he does. Uh, uh Bengals Ravens. We're all probably gonna go Ravens. Um, I mean, you and I are only one different this week. And that's the Jets Cardinals. Uh, Jags Texans. Oh, oh no, sorry, I was looking at preseason too. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, I gotta pick pick my battles. I just don't see the Texans after losing head coach doing anything. They may not. I'm not super confident uh, in that pick. Oh, I believe I'm not it. confident in the pick after it though either. The Falcons, yeah, that one was a <laughs> yeah. coin flip for me, too. Like I said, Panthers are going to be that way all season, I think. And the Falcons just can't hold on to the lead to save their lives this year, so who knows. Uh, Cardinals, Jets, we're, we're probably all going to go Cardinals. Unless, unless Stefan's the new Jets fan. Uh, Rams, Washington. This one I found a little hard to pick, too, just because of Washington's defense, and I don't know how their quarterback's going to do. Yeah. So, I went with Cardinals just because I know someone in our fantasy football league doesn't like Kyler Murray, so. Who has him? Just saying. Uh, 49ers, Dolphins. I mean, as great as we were talking the Dolphins up, I just don't see him. Are the 49ers getting any of these players back yet? Um, Moster is coming back and Garoppolo. All right, so they'll at least have some more offense. And Cowboys, Giants. Let's be honest, the Giants don't have an offense, so the Cowboys don't have to worry about their defense. Right, that'll be like the one game <laughs> Dak doesn't have to throw 400 yards. Yeah, 
uh colts browns i don't even know why i picked colts i just i feel like the browns are that every other week team I went with the Colts because statistically the Colts defense is number one in the league. All right. Well, and I just don't think the Browns have enough to beat that. <laughs> uh, I don't trust Baker. Let's go that way. Yeah. If Kareem Hunt runs it down their throat, then okay. But I don't see that happening. Vikings at Seattle. This is going to be an interesting game because it's going to be in the rain. So, you know, Russell's not going to be able to cook as much. They're probably going to run the ball, and they're down two running backs, right? Well, Chris Carson's playing. Is he is he back? All right. Yeah. So it'll be Delvin Cook versus Chris Carson. And I just want Seahawks because, come on, Vikings, trash. Yeah. Um, but the Vikings have a new young weapon. Justin Jefferson is really impressed the last two weeks. As a rookie wide receiver. He had 175 yards, and then he followed that up with a 105-yard game the last two weeks. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Broncos, Patriots moved to Monday night on ESPN. I'm going to miss this whole game, basically. I'm going to be watching <laughs> it in my cubicle. Let's, let's be honest. Uh, Broncos, Patriots were now, Corey's now on the Patriot bandwagon. Cam might play. Broncos are just trash. They're 0 and 4, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, no, they beat the Jets. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. Barely beat the Jets. Uh, Syracuse is down by 10 now, so that's good. For our coming up segments. And Virginia Tech's down by 21. Sweet. Not a good week for college football. All right. Uh, Saints, Chargers, as good as... I, I think the Saints need this win. That's why I picked them. More or less than I think the Chargers might win. They might sneak it out. Just don't know what we're going to get. The Chargers are the Shears mash unit as well in the AFC at least. <laughs> Michael Thomas and Jared Cook are supposed to play. So I have the Saints winning. Yeah, who knew Drew Brees relied on Michael Thomas so much? A lot. Uh, I mean, he didn't throw to him that much in week one, but. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then this game may or may not happen. Bills at Titans move to Tuesday. You know, in all actuality. If this game does happen, how what, like ratings wise, the NFL is gonna enjoy this for TV money wise because you got games Thursday, Sunday, Monday, and now Tuesday, so you're gonna have four days of the week. Yeah. On a football note, though, I feel bad for the Titans having to even play that. They're gonna be down thirteen players. Yeah. They're gonna get smoked by the Bills. Mm-hmm. But so, I mean, we just no have... Corey Davis for Tannehill, so no Adam Humphreys for Tannehill. Mm -hmm. What's he gonna do out there? Throw to AJ Brown, who's coming off of injury. Yeah, they're just gonna get crushed. And the Bills have a good defense, mm -hmm. so I don't, I don't see any which way the Titans can win that game. The only thing they're they just got... set up for failure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's their own doing, as we've we yeah. discussed earlier. Yeah. So, 
Uh, if this game does not happen, then the Bills game next week, which is supposed well, to be the, Thursday, yeah, uh, is currently moved to Sunday. Will be moved back to Thursday. I wonder what that would do to the Bills, like especially if a player tests positive on Monday. And they I know. Have to, I mean, this whole situation is just not good for the league in general. <laughs> Everyone's no. getting screwed over. But I mean, it's the year twenty twenty. Welcome. I mean, the Browns are good. That's how you know 2020 is a shithole. <laughs> uh, t- so far, week six looks like this. We'll actually see if it plays out this way. Um, there's no presidential debate, so they're not even going to have to worry about competing against that on Thursday. So, Oh, they canceled it? Yeah. Um, Eagles-Ravens, that looks interesting. <laughs> I see that changing from green to purple for you. <laughs> I, uh, I can't pick against Buccaneers, but I might actually do it next week. Oh, are you already looking at next week? Yeah. Just just to get a gander. You got Titans, Texans. That, that'll be interesting, especially depending on who's allowed to play and who's not. <laughs> yeah. Um... Monday night sucks. Cardinals, Cowboys. Rams, 49ers is the Sunday night. Depending on how healthy the 49ers get, that might be a good game. Yeah. There's no real Cardinals, game. Cardinals, Cowboys. That's going to be a shootout. Yeah. <laughs> Just taking a gander here. Oh, man, at least Tampa's got a good Monday night game against the Giants. Oh, I forgot. The, they have the Browns nights. at the Steelers is interesting. Tampa's got two Monday nights. I forgot about that. Oh, my gosh. Falcons, Vikings. The over-under on that is going to be like 60. <laughs> uh, Rams, Buccaneers last year. That was like... What, 82 points combined? That'll be interesting if it's that way this year. All right, anyway. So that's the NFL. Hey, look at that. It was our longest segment. As Mm -hmm. predicted. Let's move on to college football, which Syracuse Duke just went to halftime, 24-14. I mentioned that because, let me pull it up for you. That is one of our picks. So, once again, our picks affected by COVID. Thanks, COVID. I don't. I don't even know. It just randomly moved. I don't know if that's the reason. Mm. I assume. <laughs> so you took Virginia Tech. Yep, that one backfired. And I then... just did not like how North Carolina looked against Syracuse. A lot of people didn't. All right, Virginia Tech just scored. It's going to be over to – there's a flag there. It's fine. We'll see what happens there. Um, it was 52.3% Virginia Tech favored, so I was like, all right, we'll throw that one in, see what happens. Yeah. And I was, well, and then Joe did the same thing with Pittsburgh. Yeah, that one happens in about an hour and a half, so we'll see how that goes. I was sitting there, and I was looking for it earlier. And I'm like, 
like, where is it? And then I finally looked at the time. I was like, oh, yeah, it's a one o'clock game. It's the only, well, it was the only non nine o'clock game. But uh, the Coastal Carolina game got pushed to Wednesday. So we got half and half there. We'll do, we'll count that as week six picks. Uh, Texas, Oklahoma is tied just starting in the second half at 17. Stephen's the only one that went with Oklahoma there. It's fair. I thought about taking Oklahoma. It's always a coin. Vegas went with Oklahoma. Gave them two and a half. Yeah, I mean, it's it's rivalry game. Oakland's looked like trash this year. They already have two losses. All right. So they took the touchdown away from Virginia Tech. So that's 35-14 again. Uh, Miami Clemson, we all went Clemson. I think Clemson. I almost went Miami. Almost. But... <laughs> uh, it's in Clemson. It's raining. 100% chance of rain, they were saying today on game day. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, we're all pretty close. Joe's got a slight advantage. Three game lead over me and Stefan, and two over Corey, so. No one's really separated yet. I'm just, Not yet. Uh, this isn't going to be the week either. That happens. Cause we all have like just one different. Yeah. Yeah. So. I know Stefan's probably trying. I think that's what's going on there. If I will say if Clemson loses to Miami, they're done. They won't make the playoffs. Uh, you think? Because they could meet them in the championship game, the ACC championship game. I just think one loss won't get it done. Why? Because I think a one-loss Georgia team, a one-loss Alabama team, a one-loss Ohio State team, and... I don't know. Let's say Miami only has one loss. What if Miami beats Clemson in the championship game? Again, let beats them now and then beats them again. No, I'm just saying like if they oh. lose to Clemson, make it to the championship game still, and then beat. As Clemson. long as they have no losses, and then they beat Clemson in the championship, Miami will be in. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think Clemson. Clemson really has to win this game to make it. So there's no. It's not iffy. Because those other schools play way harder schedules. If they get one loss, they're in. Clemson really can't get one loss. Just looking that's at. that's that's my point. Uh, they really. So I think Clemson's going to win because they know they have to. But from what I've seen from their offense, Trevor Lawrence really misses T. Higgins and Justin Ross. I haven't watched them yet. Uh, he has two freshman wide receivers. They aren't in sync. He has Travis Etienne, who miraculously decided to come back. And they're lucky because he's the best running back in college this year. Mm-hmm. But Miami has a good defense. What if they shut Travis down and Trevor has to beat Miami with his arm? Can he do that? We, he couldn't against Ohio State. And then he couldn't against LSU. So I've seen him against two good defenses not be able to do it. I need. I also, as a Trevor fan, kind of need to see him be able to do it for me to ride the bandwagon of him really being the best player in college. 
ride that wagon. So I, it's a game I'm very, very curious about. If Trevor comes in and smokes them, then this is all for nothing. But. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see if I can pull up the... <laughs> this is how we, you know, with COVID and everything, this whole sports schedule is starting to finally look normal again. We got baseball coming up to ending NBA will be ended which usually is starting so that's going to be interesting to go what a month or two how the NBA does because I know they want to start in Christmas time right Uh, they're talking about bubbles with college basketball have like three teams basically around Robin which is going to be interesting to see how that works out because I know the NCAA yeah. rules suck, so who knows? That's going to be weird. Yeah. Um, but you got to get teams the agree and everything. I know there's like a Louisville bubble, a Kentucky bubble. But it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this winter develops after football. <laughs> yeah. Um, I need my March Madness next year, folks. Jonesons for a good tournament. And hopefully NFL continues. If there's more Titans incidents, this is going to be a huge mess. Yeah. Or who knows? Maybe they're right and it's all just going to go away after the election. Who knows? Uh, let's see here. Just trying to gauge. Clemson's got Georgia Tech next week. Miami's got Pittsburgh. Uh, Kentucky-Tennessee is a rivalry game, but they're at Tennessee. Ooh, LSU-Florida. LSU looks like trash this year without Joe yeah. Burrow. So, obviously. Well, I mean, what, what they had the record. What is it? 14 players went pro. Yeah, they lost, like, their whole team. We were yeah. wondering how they're going to bounce back. They did not bounce. Basically, LSU was an NFL team last year. Yeah, they did not bounce back. No. Um. <laughs> uh, Louisville, Notre Dame. Louisville's not as good as everyone thought they were at the beginning of the year. They're 0 no. 3 in the ACC. Who they? Who did they beat? They beat Western Kentucky. They lost to Miami. They lost to Pittsburgh, and then they lost to Georgia Tech. So, yeah, not good. No. Uh, Notre Dame, two and Notre Dame's Clemson's other game. That's the only two games Clemson has to worry about, Miami and Notre Dame. Yeah. Because they'll only meet North Carolina if North Carolina makes the championship. Mm-hmm. North Carolina's got Florida State next week. Boston yeah. College has got... Ooh. This is definitely going on the pick em. Georgia is at Alabama. CBS. Yeah, that's a great game. 8 o'clock. What do you think the uh, percentage is? Probably still like... 82% for Bama. No, not that high. 65. Because <laughs> uh, People are all on Bama's dick because their offenses look crazy. Well, Georgia's at Alabama too, so... Yeah. That'll be a fun game to watch next Saturday night. We'll throw that on the sheet. I'm sure Stefan will pick Georgia. I mean, Bama has the best wide receiver that's actually playing. I mean, the best wide receiver that'll be entering the draft decided to sit out this year. That also hurt LSU. I yeah. don't think they planned on DeMar Chase sitting. Yeah. Here's the hoping. 
I think that's a good spot to end today. Oh, Big Brother, Big Brother. Almost left without catching up with you and Big Brother. All right, so I just want to say, I don't remember when the last time we talked about Big Brother was, but I I don't know if I texted you this. I know I told Che this, but there is only one eviction I want a live crowd for, and that's for Christmases. (laughs) Just because I want her booed so bad. (laughs) Uh, so needless to say, you were upset that it was Tyler and not Christmas this past year. A little, little bit, but uh, I looked ahead and, and justice has been served so far. So we'll see what happens with the POV and stuff. Anyway, uh, I was surprised with this week's HOH. Do you care about spoilers? No. So Nicole actually won a HOH and put Christmas and Memphis up on the block. So I'm wondering... If Memphis doesn't take himself or doesn't win, which I don't mm-hmm. know, uh, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Christmas is voted out. But I think they'd shoot for Memphis at this point. I told Samantha the two players that have made the most moves and actually have realistic chances of winning Big Brother to me are Memphis and Cody. Mm-hmm. So if you have a shot at Memphis, I would take it. Yeah. Because he's a legit threat to win the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, but he's also a threat because he's so good at comps, like you're saying, to just win POV, and there's no chance to to get him. Yeah, so it'll be <laughs> interesting to see the result of that. I think if Memphis is on the block, they got to vote him off. Otherwise, ninety night Christmas. Uh, I'm so, I don't know. Every week, I just get more and more like agitated by her, and it's like. Uh, coming back to me why I didn't like her in her first season. But she just, she called herself a comp beast and she's only won like three comps total ever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I mean, honestly, before I, if you were not to tell me the spoilers or if I wasn't to read the spoilers, I would say right now it's either Memphis's or Cody's game because neither of them have been on the block yet. Yeah. So, and if, if Cody can make it the whole season again, like Derek, that's kind of funny. <laughs> it is. Do you think him and Derek discussed strategy before he came into this season? Uh, they may have. I know that's rumor has it why Derek's not on this season is because yeah. him and Memphis's partner had collaborated before the show. So it it'll be interesting. I'm hoping for Co- uh, like Cody. I think is just playing the best game. I'm hoping a I was, pa- Paul type situation doesn't happen to him. I was a big Tyler fan last year, so I was kind of pulling for him. But I was super disappointed He's this year. So many dumb moves this year. Yeah, like the same exact dumb moves he made last year. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, he'll learn from those mistakes coming in this season, and then he did it all over again. He's too and nice. I was like, what? And he, and he lies, and he gets caught in him. He's mm-hmm. a bad liar. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah. Like, he doesn't... He did that last year. He doesn't he read like, the room and see, like, Enzo's working with Cody and yeah. stuff, so... Yeah, he's no Davon. I'll give Davon credit. She's not a comp beast whatsoever. Yeah. But Davon always knows what's going down in the house. Mm-hmm. Always. She's never fooled. She knows where the alliances are. She's super... Uh, perceptive of what's going on which is even more frustrating because I don't dislike her at all No, so she's a really good social player but she like, just can't 
win anything to Fr- save herself. From her first season through, <laughs> through the next couple seasons she's played, mm-hmm. I've grown immensely a fan of Devon. And just because yeah. she can read it, like read the room. so Yeah, she's so good at it. She's one of the best I've seen at it. If only uh, she, she could win the competitions. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I just like how people are threatened by her. Like the first season, she she just talked too much. And that what Yeah, she ruined her own game yeah. the first year. So, I don't know. We'll see if she, what happens next season. Damn it. Oh, I, I like this All-Stars, and I had been telling Samantha I hope they did one. And I was glad they did one. And I told her the next one I want to see is the top 12 comp win winners of all time all thrown together. <laughs> yeah. I want to just see one season of just comp, real compies. Like I want to see Caleb, Victor, Frank, Casey, all, Casey, all go at it. Mm-hmm. Like what house would be more competitive? Yeah. And that's when it comes down to like social. Yeah. And then on top, yeah, on that, it would more be your social, which out of those ones we just named, Casey is definitely the most, the best at social. The other ones are too abrasive, but it would be interesting. Yeah, definitely. I mean, at this point, I'm just tired of no one making moves, though. Like they say they want to make big moves, and then Enzo didn't make that big move with David. I know. That one kind of frustrated me. It's like, you say you want to make big moves, but you didn't want to surprise your boy Cody. Like I don't That's know. another reason why I want to see a comp beast season, because everyone is a big player. Mm-hmm. There's no small moves. It'll force your hand. And it'll give Janelle another shot at a season. Oh, God. Worst, She'll be one of. The, she has some of the most wins. One of after the I worst it up. players. One of what? She's not a goat, though. You can't call her goat if she's coming third twice. I know she's not a goat. It's like calling Phil Mickelson the goat. Uh-huh. Or LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron's got a little more of an argument. He's up there. I know. I just like throwing that shot to annoy yeah, people. I know. I mean, he'll never be as great as Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan did it by himself. On well, not by himself, but he did it with one team. He didn't form super teams or pull people from other teams. If LeBron loses this one, it's a huge hit. Did you hear that he may have tampered with Anthony Davis? Yeah, yeah, I heard that. So it's like, I mean, I'm not surprised, but. I mean, it's 3-2 right now. If they let it get to 3-3, oh, man. Uh, They're going to go – people are going to go nuts on LeBron if it gets to 3-3. Let's be honest. The real winner of this NBA Finals is Deion Waiters because he's getting a ring no matter what. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. that's. I think Jimmy Butler's already been the winner. Like, he proved his point that Jimmy Butler's a top-10 player in the whole league. Whether you thought he was before or not, yeah, it's legit now. What do you, what do you say at the end of the game? At the end of the first game they won, he put they're in trouble now. Oh yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> LeBron had said something like that. Yeah, 
and then they and then the Lakers won to go up three one, and they asked Jimmy how he felt, and he goes, "I still think we're going to win." And then they went out and they won. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good spot to end. Yep. As soon as I find the clip, hey, look at that. Nope. Nope. No. There it is. When we need our board, yeah. <laughs> well, I still would have have to hit the volume. Eh, we all we're always improving here. That's what I like to say. Yeah. Uh, we'll try again for next week. We'll see if our schedules align again. All right. Maybe Stefan joins us. Who knows? You never know anymore. Uh, I'm not doing a town though. I'm doing always cool. No more, no more shout-outs to Stefan. No more. Until he joins us. But until next time. Oh, wait, oh I got to work on that, too, apparently. I got to make this longer. <laughs> That's a hard, like... Anyway, see you next time, folks. <laughs>